Welcome, everybody. To, I think this is episode 17. Oh, I was about to say 18. Um, episode 17 of Sack King's Therapy Pod. With me today, Fong. Hey. How's it going? Doing good lately? Uh, same old, same old for the past, what, five months? Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Like, you know, there's some bright spots every now and then. Like, I, I, I don't go outside that much. But, you know, like, you know, I go outside. It's nice to get outside every now and then and just get, because it is getting kind of stale. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. However, someone who is uh, unfortunately not doing good, Marvin Bagley. Uh, news just came out this week. Uh, we're recording this on uh, July, tw- yeah, July 24th. Uh, Marvin has suffered a foot injury on his other foot and will not participate in the in the season continuation. He is actually out of Orlando now. So, yeah, unfortunately, the bad news just keeps hitting Marvin. You know, he was excited to play. He uh, heard reports he was actually you know playing really well in practice, showing a lot of energy. And unfortunately, he came down on someone else's foot, and it is not good. From what I've heard, he actually had trouble like walking apparently afterwards too. So, yeah, not a good, not a good week uh, for King's injuries. You know, combine that with a Fox injury as well. Uh, what do you think? Eh, uh, it happened, but we'll see him next year, I guess. Yeah, hopefully, you know, next next year does happen. We'll see what's going to go on with that. But you know, I'm really bummed out for Marvin because you know he has not played. And he needs to, like, just learn how to play right now. Not learn how to play, but he needs to just get experience out there. Like, his talent, like, on the offensive end is, there's a lot of untapped potential there. And, you know, I'd like to see, like, you know, what he has, but it's the defense that he really needs to learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can only get that by playing. Yeah, he only played 13 games this season. And, I mean... It's only his second season, so we'll see him in the third season. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, so it, it was just a right foot injury, right? I believe so, but, like, the fact that, like, you know, De'Aaron sprained his ankle and is perfectly fine for the most part, and he has mm-hmm. to actually leave. And, like, they're, you know, usually when you land on someone's foot, it's an ankle injury. Yeah. It's a foot injury. And, you yes. know, he's he's a big guy. Well, he's not a big boy. Like, he's not thick. But he is tall. And, you know, big man with injuries and, uh, to their foot? Not a great sign. <sighs> yeah. We'll have to see. And, you know, like, it's, for the people who say that he's a bust, I I hate that talk because, you know, I think there's a lot of talent there. And, like, he's been good, at least, like, you know, when he's played long stretches in his rookie season. He was really good that uh, the final stretch of the season um, before he, uh, you know, went out with injury. He actually uh, was scoring, I think, 20 points a game and, like, was it, I think, 10 rebounds in, like, under 30 minutes, like, in his rookie season. So there's a lot of potential there. And... I think this year, unfortunately, he just hasn't had time to get rhythm. Like, you know, he only played 13 games and, like, a lot of them pretty sporadic throughout the season. So, like, never really got a rhythm down. So I'm really just, you know, going to be optimistic for uh, 
for Marvin. And I don't know. I'm not going to label him a bust because he hasn't played. Now, if he's going to play next year is really going to be kind of, it's going to be a crucial for him. I'm not going to say it's do or die for him, but he needs to play. He needs to learn, you know, how to, uh, you know, play defense and like fit into the offense as well. And, you know, we've got to see what he has on offense. Like he's, he's talking about, like, there's a whole big part of his game that he wanted to show this season and we haven't seen it. So, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic. Yeah, I, I gotta bet he's gonna prove us wrong when he steps on the court. And uh yeah, I mean his teammates, all the teammates, I'm pretty sure, uh have high hopes for him. And you know, he's still young and he has a lot of years of uh left in him to prove us wrong. Actually he's a he's he's already twenty one. That means he's an old man by this point. So oh. like he doesn't have much time left. Uh yeah. No, but yeah, so you know, I'm wait. I'm very optimistic about him. A lot of talent mm-hmm. there, young guy, and I just hope that it's not anything serious. This is, you know, let's hope to get you know 12 years out of Marvin instead of like, you know, this really weird tournament. Like instead of him having just a just kind of toughen toughen it out and just play it safe for now. Mm-hmm. I will say though, Marvin. You know, study all the film you can. I I know it's not like you know playing the game. You know, you have to get experience out there, but for now, study the film, work with specialists, and also just, you know, you know, get get right with your body. Like, work on certain parts of your muscles and, you know, like, to prevent injuries. Talk to specialists and, you know, like, learn how to work out, I guess, would be what I, what I would say. You know, we have high hopes for you here. Zach King's Therapy supports Marvin Bagley. Yes, we do. Okay. All right, Fong. I'm going to do a fun little exercise with you. Now, it's unfortunate that Marvin is out, and, you know, we have very high hopes for him, of course. Now, there is, I'm going to compare him to a player that actually uh, has had, had a lot of issues with injuries early on in his career. And basically, you know, he ended up coming back, and he became a very, very good player. Now, uh, I'm going to just read some stats to you, okay? I, I and think I know who it is. You're going to know who it is? Okay, I, I let's might. See. We'll see. Let's see. Okay, so uh, so this player had two really decent seasons, and unfortunately, his third season, he actually got injured and only played, uh, twenty. I think, 26 games. Yeah, 26 games. And basically, he came back the next season completely refreshed and basically you know, became really, really good. I'm going to read you his stats his first three years. Now, 16, 16 points, like just under 17 points, 16.9 points. Uh, let's see, 1.6 steals, 5.6 assists, um, 3.9 rebounds. Pretty decent stats, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to read you, uh, I'm going to read you Marvin's stats so far in his career. Now, he, uh, he's, he scored 14 in eight points per game in his first two seasons uh seven seven and seven point six rebounds and one assist and he is shooting 49 percent from the field and yeah 28 percent from three holy shit that's bad okay <laughs> um okay so you know i, I just compared to you uh, i the player that i think it really you know came back after you know suffering some pretty iffy injuries and uh you know, was doubted 
you know, early on in his career. And what do you, who, who do you think this player is? I, I was, I was going to say Michael Porter Jr., but <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. No, <laughs> What's well, he, he, he is good, but there, there's not enough sample size to really like, you know, if he's going to be anything yet. Why? Right, once you read out the, the, the facts, I was like, oh no, this ain't Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm you know like I like Michael Porter Jr. for the most part, but not him, not him as a person. He's kind of a kind of a dumb fuck. But uh, um, so again, I'll read you the stats again. Six, sixteen. Well, we'll just say seventeen points a game. Seventeen points a game. Um, you know, five point six assists a game, and just under four rebounds a game. Who do you think this player is? This is also a power forward. This is not a power forward. Oh no. Are you gonna give me the position? Uh, here, here, point guard. Point guard. Now he had two. He had two very decent seasons to start, but his third season, he, you know, this is a, this is gonna be a big giveaway. Uh, he had really bad ankle issues, and actually was very much doubted that he was gonna stay healthy for the rest of his career. Only played twenty six games in the lockout shortened season. Oh my gosh, I feel I'm gonna get this wrong. Uh. I'll give you, you know, I'll, I'll give you five tries. I'm going to guess Dennis Smith. No, I don't okay. think he scored. I don't think he scored that many points. Yeah. <laughs> D'Angelo. No. Okay. I'm just naming random point guards at this point. Uh, he's on his fourth season now. No, he, no, okay, no, no, no. So I'm talking about the first three seasons. He's actually played a lot longer, but. Oh, okay. So maybe I led you down the wrong path there. But basically in his first three seasons, he he was kind of, in, like, kind of labeled injury pro. Oh my gosh. I feel I know this guy, but. You probably do. Just Just go with your heart. And he ended up becoming very good. Steph Curry. It is Steph Curry. Okay. So yes, uh, his first two seasons, uh, like he did play a lot of games in his first two seasons, but that third season, he actually had a, I think he did something to his ankle and actually had to have surgery. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> fans were really pissed at the time that uh, Warriors fans that, that um, the team traded away Monte Ellis instead of Steph Curry for Andrew Bogut. Uh, let, let's just say that worked out pretty well for the Warriors. So, okay, yeah. So, like, that's kind of what I'm hoping that Marvin, the the path that Marvin follows, because the the story is that uh, Steph Curry consulted, uh, you know, specialists, and he started working on his hips because the doctors who like check, you know, kind of examined him. You know, noticed that you know a lot of his weakness in his ankles the reason why i was leading to so many sprains was because he had weak hips and so they worked on that he started improving his core strength and he really you know became you know a lot more durable throughout the years and you know became two-time mvp and one of probably one of the greatest players of all time so that is the hope i have for marvin what are your thoughts i bet he could do it I... You know what? And on today's episode, Sack King's Therapy officially declares Marvin Bagley is going to be as good as Steph Curry. Are you with me? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go. I, I, I actually had doubts I was going to be able to get you on board for this one. Okay. Well, I mean, no, I, I believe Marvin Bagley can 
be good. It's just, I don't know about Steph Curry good. Uh, is he going to live up to, is he going to match Luca? How about that? Uh, maybe, but in a way, he'll provide a different game than Luca for sure. Like, my take on it is he probably will fit, like, with De'Aaron better, I think, uh-huh. than Luca would have. Although, I think Luca would have fit great with, uh, with De'Aaron, hearing the stories about how De'Aaron actually likes to play off ball. So, you know, like, I, my hope is that, you know, he just figures out his role, and, it's, you know, he has star potential, you know, find that perfect mix of him and Marvin. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I think I think he can he might be able to contribute to the Kings as a role player better than maybe Luca can. Because if Luca's on this team, the whole offense is gonna be built around Luca and you know they're they they're gonna be very good, but you know, my you know, being a kind of a homer, I I'm wishing I'm wishing that Marvin is will be as good as uh in terms of effect on the court, yeah. like, you know, as mm-hmm. good as Luca. We sat Kings Therapy today declare that, you know, Marvin will be just as good as Luca and just as good as Steph Curry. We've made it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, now on to the Marvin, Marvin exercise. Now on to the news section. So, you know, of course, the first thing that unfortunately kind of set off a chain of events for the, you know, the Kings, uh, Rashawn Holmes was apparently caught crossing the border of the Disney World and uh, basically ended up being quarantined for 10 days. And he has now revealed what it was actually for. <laughs> apparently it's for wings. Ooh. Wings that were just okay. Oh. <laughs> God damn it, Rashawn, really? Um, his mom did make fun of him on Twitter, saying that the only time you should cross that line is when you come in for my food. Oh. And yeah, you know, nothing there is nothing like a mo- like mother's cooking. So, yeah, his mother his mom's pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I I forgot what her tweet she did. I think apparently I don't know if she tweeted this, but apparently like I heard that like <laughs> she actually called Rashawn and said, "You want me to just send food over to you?" Like Can is you? that bad? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how that works. That, that that's just I don't know how it works. Apparently, like you know, uh, Kelly Oubre was like saying, "Yeah, this is how you actually do it." Apparently. Oh, know. okay. You better watch out for him. Yeah, Tsunami Poppy apparently is his nickname. I just found out that the other day. Oh, I didn't know that. I sounds like sounds like a porn star name. It's just like good looking guy, but like that's yeah. a, that's a little too much. <laughs> that's a little too much for my liking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holmes is back in practice now. He's he apparently he looks good. Uh, he had apparently a punching bag a, in his room during quarantine, so that's how he's uh, kept in shape. Apparently, he did he did defensive slides and did sprints in his room. So, you know that that's why I love about Rashawn. He's got heart, man. Jeez, how big is that room? I have no clue. Apparently, Rondo was like complaining about his room and apparently calling Motel Six and got clowned on because bitch that that motherfucker has never been to a Motel Six, has he? Yeah, I don't think Disney would succumb to a Motel Six level. Yeah, well, just like I can't, I can't believe that you know, like Rondo was one of my favorite players at one point, but like the more you hear about him as a person, such a dickhead. He was a king. He was a king. I said I was gonna buy his jersey. I never did, and unfortunately, I didn't go to the sale at the end of the season to get it for fifteen dollars or thirty dollars or whatever. 
Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I, I guess I kind of regret. It. I do, I still do like Rondo, kind of, but like such a such an asshole. Okay, well, uh, on to the next one. Barnes, uh, t- so finally has tested negative twice and is now on his way to Orlando to quarantine for ten days, basically. Yes, uh, that's good news because uh, there's a lot of Corey Brewer and <laughs> in, in scrimmage, which, which we'll get to. Okay, uh, also, uh, De'Aaron Fox, uh, he unfortunately did sprain his ankle again, and it is the same ankle. He will be out. I don't think he'll play in any of the scrimmages, but he will be uh, on pace to return against the Spurs on the 31st. So that's good. Yeah, that's great. He's a really fast healer, apparently. Everyone's calling him, like, you know, like supersize healing. Well, that's not... (laughs) Let's hope he doesn't break any bones then. Let's hope, yeah. You know, I hope the best. They never said what kind of ankle injury it was. Was it a grade one, grade two, grade three? So, and like he came back from his grade three actually really quickly. Mm-hmm. Like so, you know, I, I just hope he's healthy. You know, like he's coming up, he's coming up on extension. So like, you know, I really don't want to see him. He is our franchise guy. Like, yeah, we're so, gonna need him. Yeah, we're gonna need him for the future. So you know. Just be careful, okay, Darren. Um, so, uh, Buddy apparently uh, did some interviews. He's apparently is very unapologetic. Let's just say he he said he doesn't really regret playing in the Skins League, and like you know, he got it, big deal kind of thing. Um, he also made a joke about digging a digging a tunnel outside of Disney World because it's so boring, oh. and that caused a bit of a stir. And that was kind of funny, but. Yeah, hopefully he's sarcastic. He he's a very outgoing guy, and you know he makes a lot of jokes, and mm-hmm. he's not afraid to just say shit. Yeah, which is good in some way. In some way, but like there there were times during the season where like that really reared, reared its ugly head. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, Bogey is posting a lot of pictures on Instagram about of him playing golf. Um, you know, of course, also you know him shooting the ball, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. Oh, Bogey's yeah. Bogey's got long hair now. Yeah, same with uh, Belitsia. Yeah, yeah. Everyone looks like they just haven't. It looks like they just came back from from like an island and just didn't have a haircut. I don't know. They, it kind of makes them look five years younger. Fo- really? Fox's hair? I don't know. His Fox, haircut? yes, but but <laughs> but uh, Belly, no. Belly looks old. Belly looks really old now. I don't know. To me, like Belly and Bogey's hair now. Makes them younger, but Fox's haircut makes them makes them older. Oh. Really? I thought well, Bogey's hair I think makes them look younger, but, but Fox's hair—he's just unrecognizable now. He's just yeah. He I don't I can't really recognize him most of the time now. Yeah, I gotta miss his hair. He 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 fit that hair. That was his signature hair, and I really liked it when he was like kind of getting you know getting stylish with it. Now he could gain an extra like two miles per hour. Yep, if he wasn't fast enough already. Okay, uh, Zion is leaving the bubble. Although breaking news, he is returning to the bubble. <laughs> so okay. like whatever, yeah, yeah, uh, whatever uh, issues he had, uh, he is uh, he has solved it, and you know, good for him. And he is coming back. Although it's not clear if how long he has to quarantine. And, uh, okay, so Fong, I'm going to ask you a bit of a philosophical question here. So, uh, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, being stuck in the bubble for three months. 
and a lot of NBA players have talked about this, you know, they're going to be basically be stuck in the bubble with no partner. You know, a lot of, a lot of players are married and like a lot of players are also single and they have, you know, like, uh, let's just say acquaintances all the time, which basically means they have a lot of sex with a lot of people. And mm. uh, a lot of them are basically talking about like, you know, they don't have companionship. They're probably stuck like in their rooms a lot of the time. And, you know, that does that does things to your mental health. And, you know, what what are your thoughts on, the, you know, them being able to let in like, you know, um, some female acquaintances and uh, partners? Uh, I, I think the NBA should handle this a little seriously. Maybe if I mean if they do let them in, have them tested every day as well. Um, but all in all, I I feel like they should just suck it up. <laughs> I I don't know what what else to say. <laughs> These multi-million-dollar yeah. people in living a boring life in these hotels—I don't know. Yeah, like you know, it's like I, I, you know, I go back and forth. Of course, it, it is important to you know to you know keep an eye on ment- on the mental health of the players. Like I think if like you know you're letting your spouse in, I think that's fine. If you're talking about just like you know how a lot of players seem to do it, like invite random random Instagram models into the bubble. I I'm not having that shit. Drop drop the hammer, Adam Silver. You know what David Stern would do. David Stern would say, <laughs> "Fuck your mental health. Fuck your mental health. Go on Pornhub or something." Like mm-hmm. so, yeah. I think just you know, if, if like you know, you're bringing in a spouse, that's fine. But again, if you're just gonna go around like get trying to like sneak in like Instagram models or whatever your your chick of the week type thing. And I'm 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 not I'm not for that. You know, suck it up. Mm-hmm. Get married. Hey, you know what? Get get married. How about that? Just get married, and then we'll let them in that way. But yeah, uh, that that's my kind of take on it. Um, yeah. So we're kind of we're kind of on the same page on that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, in other just news, a uh, Golden One Center is going to be turning uh into a voting place uh on November during. Uh, the election so that you know following the footsteps of uh, Atlanta the Atlanta Hawks who have turned their uh, arena into a uh, voting place so that's really good are you gonna be uh, going there I'm not going I'm voting by mail <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I, I don't I don't want to be near idiots with no mask or you know. maybe things will get better by then Let, let's let's hope let's hope that yeah it's still a couple months away yeah don't 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 get complacent though. So just just remember to register. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, one extra little news. Uh, Kenny Caraway from uh, J Street Vibes now, no longer of the Throne Room Breakdown. Uh, he uh, was talking about. I think he was on Direct TV or Dish Network. I don't remember which one, but he has now joined the Xfinity family. So congratulations on Kenny Caraway. Uh, welcome to the family. I also use Xfinity. And I have my own issues with it, but you know, welcome to Xfinity, and uh, hopefully you have a good experience with um, with them. Uh, I've been—it's been up and down with me. Yeah, I've I've noticed. But yeah, sh- yeah. Shout out to uh, Kenny Caraway of the J Street Vibes, basically my favorite uh, podcast. Um, so yeah. 
Okay, well, let's move on to the game. Uh, so the Kings had a scrimmage against the Miami Heat, and I just took took down some notes, and uh, I'll just kind of go over them real quick. So they did do fake crowds on the screen. So they basically have these really big screens on all four sides of the court, and they basically display the fans. What do you think about them? What do you think about it? Eh, it's... Eh. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I can't hear any noises from uh, from when I watched the game, so I assume there's like those fake fan noises. I don't like know. At, like at one point they had uh, like you know, like how the 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 Heat theme song. I forgot the name of the song, but like like how they chant the how they chant basically the song. They had them do that at one point. Oh really? Yeah. So that was weird. And, okay. Yeah, that's just kind of that's my overall take with it. It's like it's weird. I I wonder what will our fake crowd be like. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um, cowbell. Oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Kind of annoying though, but you know, it should like you know like uh, Vlade or like uh, Luke just go to the hey, can you turn can you turn that cowbell up a little bit? I can't hear it. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I would like to see cowbells, but that I don't know. <laughs> have Luke, have Luke, have Luke do one. Just bring it. Uh, yeah. That uh, overall, I think it's just weird. I, I I hate to say this. I almost prefer the WWE crowds over this. <laughs> like that's how I don't really like this. No crowd. No, like they have like you know like uh, trainees like actually kind of like fake pretend to be the crowd. Oh. Like there's, okay. it's, it just makes it so like there's physical people in the crowd. I mean, you could see the bench like cheering and stuff, but uh, by the way, this is my next point. I can't hear what the players say. <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to hear them drop that f bomb and calling each other names. I want to hear the trash talk, man. Uh, I mean, it's scrimmage. Nothing's gonna be going on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you. Oh, you never know. <laughs> like, well, today, like, I think they had a pretty competitive, uh, competitive Raptors game. Raptors oh, against yeah? uh the Rockets. So, mm. yeah. So, like, no, I want to. I want to see beef. I want to say feeling. I want to see feelings here. Wait, when when are the Clippers playing? <sighs> For scrimmaging. Yeah, scrimmaging. Shoot, did they play today? I don't remember. I yeah, I gotta check later. We'll, we'll no. check later. But like, I want to see what Pat Bev says. You know, Pat Bev's talking some shit. What you um, call it? Is it is it me? But is also the the game audio kind of kind of low for you? It was for me. Yeah, well, um, you could hear more commentary than I would have liked. I guess. Well, the, the, well, there's a reason why they don't want to, they don't want us to hear the players talking, because mm. that's kind of why you can hear the squeaking, and every now and then you can kind of hear like a player kind of yell something out. But like, there's a reason why it's so loud. I'm pretty sure they don't want, you know, for sponsor reasons. Like, you don't want, you really don't want to hear what what goes on on the uh, basketball court. Hmm. Like, it's a real thing. This is a pretty nasty shit, as far as I know. Yeah, I guess so. Imagine uh, what MJ would, would imagine MJ in this environment. Imagine KG in this environment. They've been they've been wonderful. <laughs> yeah, you know, technical fouls galore. <laughs> you yeah, know, probably go to jail for some of some of the shit that they say. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, 
other than that, uh, have you listened to uh, Doug Christie and I guess the new man, the G Man, talk? I have not, unfortunately. I did. I watched this on the Miami Heat broadcast. Oh. And their oh. commentary was okay. I didn't really mind it. Don't really have anything good to say about it. So. Yeah, I I also thought Doug Christie and G Man was kind of okay as well. I mean, it's not like there's a specific person that's missing, but you know, it's it's something. How many how how many times you think like one of them want to say, "If you don't like that, oh, yeah." Uh. <laughs> that that unfortunately that catchphrase is going to be retired. You know, we got a dandy of a game here. Yeah. Yeah. Again, as he, I, I think it had to be done, but like you know, it's it, it is it is a void. It is a noticeable void in the uh, in the commentary. But you know, I think we'll get. I think G Man's going to be pretty good. They'll start getting more chemistry there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised he's still around. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So also another another note I had. Base fouled so much in the, in the game. I think. He, I want to say he had five fouls in however, however many minutes he played. Maybe four, but like it was a lot of fouls from him. Yeah, same with him stepping out of bounds a lot. Yeah, like Bogey stepped out of bounds a few times, and then I think I think Belly stepped out like once, and a lot of them were just Bays, just for whatever reason, just constantly stepping out of bounds. Is is I was even wondering, like, is the court smaller? Like, yeah, I mean, you, you can see the rust for sure. I mean, like, how would I say it? There's more sideline, I guess. There's more like empty space outside the out-of-bounds line. I don't know. Possibly. Made, made the perspective or perception of the out-of-bounds line is a lot farther. I, I don't know. I, yeah, that that easily, yeah, that definitely could be the case. I think I think it's just a lot of rust coming back. Because, you know, preseason basketball usually is pretty, like, weird, to say mm-hmm. the least. So this is ba- and this is basically what it is, basically preseason. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Kings Instagram for their for their tweet. Uh, we're not for their posts, but basically, basically they had a bar chart. Uh, there's two, so there's three bars. Uh, two bars are like at the max. It was like I think the two bars were hype for the game and like anticipation for the game, and then the third bar, which is like literally at the bottom, how much it mattered. Oh, <laughs> nice. shout out to shout out to the Kings and Kings social media. They're so yeah. good. I, they're one of the best in the league. Yeah, just, I always say, like, imagine when we're good. Like, it's gonna oh, be amazing. It's gonna be oh, amazing. Yeah. Like, a lot of people actually follow it just for shits and giggles, be- even though they're not Kinks fans, because they're so good. Mm-hmm. I- I'm surprised they're disc. <laughs> I know, they're great. I-, I hope we're good before, like, we, like, change staff. Like, I love these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, you know, it is preseason, or it is the scrimmage. Like I don't love the defense. Like he got the Miami. He got so many open threes, and you know, like guys just kind of died on screens, giving up. Role, and then you know, the big man has to help giving up. You know, open rolls to the basket. It was not. It was not pretty to watch in terms of like you know defensive intensity and like how you know for good defense. It's just, but you know, it is preseason. We gotta, but we gotta figure that out. It was not good. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry, you know, still got his passing going. Uh, he only got one assist, which surprised me. I thought he got more, but he had a beautiful pass to Jabari Parker. And yeah, um, Harry, love me some Harry. Yeah. And... Please stay. Please stay with Sacramento. But 
we'll have to see about that too. I'm just surprised Jabari played. I mean, again, it's preseason. You you play everyone. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even see uh, Corey, not Corey Joseph. Uh, Corey Brewer? Yeah, Corey Brewer <laughs> play. I, th- I thought he played in the second quarter because I remember like he was the second tallest guy out there on the Kings. Then again, I didn't. I couldn't be. I were. I wasn't able to watch the first uh, half because apparently NBA TV told me that it was delayed. When it was <laughs> not delayed. Uh, NBA TV. They suck. <laughs> like it's just, because they want to force you to watch the TV, the live TV. I think mm-hmm. that's why. So like their online service sucks. Some some people have said like the 2009 2010 MLB online service is better than the current NBA TV. Oh really? Service. It's literally like that bad because I think I think it's because like you know NBA wants you to watch TV so they can get the ratings. Mm. My th- my my thoughts. I'm not sure if that's a fact, but anyway. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Buddy Heel got really hot uh, in the th- especially in the third quarter. It was still kind of hot in the fourth quarter before he had to sit down. You know, his shooting touch is there. Mm-hmm. Bogey uh, hit a contested three in. Uh, with the shot clock winding down, like only Bogey could. That was interesting. Um, Daquan Jeffries had a, had a pretty good showing. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Didn't we play him uh, a couple games throughout this season or last I, season? I want to say we did. I don't know if we Because I remember seeing his jersey in, uh, like on the store, so he must have played at one point. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think looked... he, he's good. He looked yeah. good. I would I would sign him to a two way, or he yeah. is in a two way. Yeah. So like you know he was hitting threes. You know he's he's big. He's he's got he's got ups. You know? So yeah, like he he might be a guy. Yeah, good role man, I'd say. Unfortunately, this guy I don't think is really a guy. Oh he's no. He's Kyle guy. Yeah, you like that one, huh? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, guy uh, did get some run. He. He's listed at six two. Was six two or six three? He does not look taller than six one. And there was a, a point where he was guarding Jay Crowder, and you know Jay Crowder was like six seven and a very buff guy. Mm-hmm. Like he made Jay Crowder made Cow Guy look like Nicholas, and Cow Guy made Jay Crowder look like Braun Strowman. I thought I was watching WrestleMania 35. Like that's uh, the size difference is crazy. How tall is Jay? Jay's like six seven, I think. Oh. Which is I wh- how much I think uh, or, which is I think the height of a Braun Strowman. Oh really? His huh. listed height as is six eight, but I think he's six seven, ish six six maybe. I don't know. Big guy too. Yeah. And like, yeah, like there was one point where like, you know, Kyle Guy was fronting uh, Jay Crowder and Jay Crowder just like barely had to do anything to like get the ball and just lay it up. I'm like, Jesus, like the size difference was crazy. But man, that reminds me, how how many teams has Jay Crowder been in? Jay Crowder has been with he started with Dallas, got traded to the Celtics, then got traded to the Cavaliers, Utah at. And then got traded to Memphis, and now to the Heat. Oh, so that's what seven, six, I think. Six, okay. Yeah, he's six, uh, fun. Six, fun story about a Jay Crowder. Cavaliers fans <laughs> kind of hate him 
because mm-hmm. he was sold he was sold as a guy that was the best three and d player in the league because the uh... year the year that he before he was traded his last year with the celtics he shot just under 40 percent from three and he was like this guy that could like that was like the, the defensive stopper and then he got he gets traded to the Cavaliers, which don't don't have a good team defense. Mm-hmm. And basically, like he stopped making threes, and he was not a and he was not a really good individual defender. He because you know he was a good team defender, as it turned out. Let's see what what year was that? What 2017? twenty seventeen? Twenty. So that was a twenty eighteen. Yeah, 2017, 2018 season. I see. Wait, wasn't during that time Robert Covington? Would have been considered the best three and D player. No, he wasn't. Wait, no, that was a Jimmy Butler season, huh? Well, like uh, he, he wasn't. He wasn't on the market. I don't think. I see. At that point, and he I, hadn't really broken out yet, as far as I know. Hmm. But uh, the basically that that Cavaliers <laughs> like run. This is a perfect culmination of it. Like I listening to a Cavaliers podcast, and this guy, his one memory of Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder's defending Taj Gibson on the on the perimeter and gets uh-huh. blown by. <laughs> and he's like, this is the guy which fucking traded for. I can't even keep goddamn Taj Gibson in front. <laughs> so uh, yeah. That that's yeah. the funny part about him. G- great team defender and a gr- and a very good tough leader. Can't uh, shoot for shit though. Can't shoot for shit though. Yeah. You know. I gotta say that year for the Cavaliers team kind of unusual players all around yeah you know they had isaiah thomas they basically they basically traded away half their team in midseason mm-hmm. and you know they 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 traded they got george hill from us oh yeah that's right i kind of wish we kept george hill but i don't think it would have worked but you know who knows yeah he, he was okay yeah i mean he clearly didn't want to be here he clearly came here for the money so, well yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh okay, uh, moving on. Uh, Park Jabari Parker. He he got some runtime, and my note of him is that he is not afraid to shoot. Oh like, no, he ain't. He did make a three, which was good. And like, th- there was one part where he grabbed the rebound. I think whoever the point guard was, I forgot who the point guard was, but like, mm-hmm. he didn't pass the point guard. Instead, tried to take it coast to coast. Yeah, ended, ended up missing a layup, but like. You gotta appreciate the the tenacity a little bit, I guess. But mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, I I actually thought it would have went in, but no. Yeah, I mean, it was like I guess he just isn't used to. He used to get a lot more lift because before his knees kind of like kept breaking. Um, yeah, like that. So maybe there's some potential there of him being a role man on the offense because he, you know, again, he's not afraid to shoot. He is an offensive minded player. He mm-hmm. like he went up with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so there's some potential there as like a kind of like a tenth man off the bench if we need a little extra juice on offense. But I don't, I don't, I don't see him getting too many minutes. Yeah, how many years does he have left? I think one more. Oh, really? He'll be he'll be with us for at least next year. Yeah, with the player option. Uh yes. I see. Uh so also just one weird thing. Apparently Justin James is six seven. Really? I, I, I don't know. He he got some runtime in this, you know, he basically did a standing dunk. That was pretty cool. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, like, you know, 
Oh yeah, that's we right. got we got some potential wings, but I don't think he's six seven. Looks six four to me. I don't know. I, I can't remember him playing. But you know, hey, he, he's a guy. He played at the very end, I think. But yeah. you know, like I think, I think he can be a guy. I, I like Justin James. Yeah, he could be not a role man, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of my overall thoughts on the, my just random notes about the game. Overall, kind of an you know, it's a it's a preseason game basically, and it's it was kind of ugly to watch at some points, but at the same time, like they're just warming up. You can clearly see the rustiness from uh, players. By the way, Jimmy Butler did not play the entire second half. That's kind of how we came back, and Buddy got really hot. So that's mm-hmm. really nice to see. In terms of overall, it doesn't really tell us much about what's ahead because De'Aaron didn't play, so you know, HB, you know, Harrison Barnes wasn't there. And yeah, we're missing a lot of people. Yeah, so but you know, c- positive signs I think, but like there are some very negative signs as well. The defense was bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want I want us to be better on defense. But all in all, we're happy to see a game after she was it. Five months. Five months. Yeah, so four months. Yeah, four months. Four months. Yeah, like I was just starting to get productive. I was like just trying to work on my resume, applying to jobs, and all of a sudden the NBA got to come back. And yeah, now now I'm back to uh, just watching the NBA. Okay, well that does it for today's episode. Hopefully, uh, you know, more good news comes out, and uh, you know, you know, give give Marvin a break. Like the guy, the guy, you know, doesn't want to be hurt, and I see a desire, and he must be frustrated. And yeah, hopefully he comes back next season, whenever next season happens. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, hopefully we'll catch you guys on the next one. We'll also kind of do some extra. Uh, we'll probably do a little bonus episode uh, of the awards. Uh, the awards are going to be presented uh, in the middle of the playoffs, and we're gonna just go over quickly about what we think. Okay, we'll catch you guys uh, on the next one. All right, see you guys later.